Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, Chimpanzee Politics, Power and Sex Among Apes. For a long time, humans have always described chimpanzees as a barbaric species that is fueled by violence. However, this book will prove to you that this assumption is an uninformed misconception about the species. For many years, zoologist, Franz Duval has spent days and nights, observing and recording the lives and traits of chimpanzees, living at their captive colony in Arnhem Zoo of the Netherlands. During his research, he discovered that, chimpanzees often preferred to use political means, rather than violence in solving problems. Their deep desire for peace, restraint in violence, tolerance, and care for their females and children, show another side to their social patterns that is worthy of our study. Franz de Waal is a renowned Dutch psychologist, zoologist, and ecologist. He is the Charles Howard Candler Professor of Primate Behavior at Emory University. In 2007, Time magazine named de Waal among the top 100 most influential people in the world. He is also one of the best-known primatologists in the world. Major works of de Waal include, Our Inner Ape, A Leading Primatologist Explains Why We Are Who We Are, are we smart enough to know how smart animals are? And the age of empathy, nature's lessons for a kinder society, which we have unlocked in a bookie for your listening pleasure. The book, Chimpanzee Politics, Power and Sex Among Apes, is his most influential work, it has become among the top recommended books to read for new congressmen. Like Duval, the American Congress have recognized that, this species of ape exhibit characteristics that are very similar to humans in social ecology, political order, and power games. So much so, it can serve as an object of reference for a deeper understanding of ourselves. It has been long since humans began the study of chimpanzees. While some zoologists chose to observe chimpanzees in the wild, they often encounter the difficulty of gathering continuous and accurate information. To tackle this problem, some researchers adopt young chimpanzees for long-term observation at their labs. Unfortunately, these researchers fail to understand the group habits and social ecology of chimpanzees. To resolve all these research problems and restrictions, the world's largest captive colony of chimpanzees was established, in Arnhem Zoo in the Netherlands. The colony is home to dozens of chimpanzees from all over the world, who do not need to worry about food or shelter. They are free to move about outdoors during the day, and sleep in air-conditioned quarters in the evening. When these primates are ill or injured, they receive timely medical attention. In addition to the caregiving enjoyed by the chimps, the Arnhem colony has a minimal intervention policy in place, which prohibits keepers and visitors from disturbing the chimpanzees. Covering an area of more than 800 square meters, the colony is an island surrounded by a wide moat. Visitors can only observe the apes from 20 meters away across the river, making the Arnhem colony a kind of utopia for the apes. Although the Arnhem colony is not a completely wild settlement, it has done all it can, to simulate a quasi-natural tribe formation. Here, researchers can obtain continuous and accurate observation data, take notes, photos, and even record videos. Deval says that, to understand an animal species, 
especially one that is a close relative of humans, you cannot be as abrasive and callous as you would be with mice, you must be able to see their facial expressions, and assign each chimp a name, before you can figure out what's happening. Thus, this work is primarily a record of befriending the chimps, and then understanding the sociology about them. To fully understand this book, we will uncover the best bits from the book for you in three parts. In part one, we will discuss the social ecology of chimpanzees. In part two, we will talk about the political order of chimpanzees. And in part three, we will elaborate on the power takeovers among chimpanzees. Let's take a look at the first part of this bookie, the social ecology of chimpanzees. There are dozens of chimpanzees in the Arnhem colony, and like human societies, they too have their hierarchy and special social order. Like other chimpanzee groups that survive in the wild, Arnhem's chimpanzees have an alpha male. However, the position of being the leader isn't as secure as we may think. He is constantly under threat from other adult males, and is in danger of being dethroned. The reason for this is that, there are more adult males in the colony, than there are among chimpanzee groups in the wild, this factor intensifies the level of competition for leadership. As a result, the power takeovers within the colony are as tense and suspenseful as human political dramas. In line with DeWall's take on understanding these apes and their behaviors, we will address the chimpanzees from the Arnhem colony by their real names for convenience. There are only four main characters, so it won't be difficult for you to remember their names, there is Yeren, the first alpha male, Luit, the second alpha, Nikki, the third alpha, and then Big Mama, an elderly female chimp. Apart from the power-hungry adult males, many adult females in the colony teach and raise youngsters, they are an important force for peace in the group. As a representative of females, Big Mama holds a central position in the group. No matter how big or small the matter is, chimpanzees always turn to her for assistance. Here, she is like a family steward. Also, adult females within the colony develop a gang culture. When a few adult females get along well, they will stay together all day and raise their young chimps collectively. A lucky chimp child will have a mother and several aunts. When there is conflict in the colony, these adult females stand shoulder to shoulder in solidarity. Due to the special nature of the Arnhem colony, the adult males mingle with their alpha male all day, and they also form a sort of faction, which excludes females and minors from joining, gradually creating a phenomenon of segregation between the sexes. With this in mind, we can better understand the social and political ecology of the Arnhem colony. One another significant difference between the colony and the wild, is that chimpanzees living in the colony need not worry about food, this has brought about two effects. First, the chimpanzees are always free and they spend more time on social activities. Secondly, since the chimps don't need to be led by a leader in foraging for food, the importance of leadership is often undermined. Within the social ecology of chimpanzees, there is also the topic of sexual privileges. In our minds, a male leader can choose any female as his mates. What an advantage! It is true that Arnhem's colony leaders more or less had exclusive sexual privileges at the height of their power. For example, when Yeren was the alpha male, he was entitled to about three-quarters of the sexual intercourse within the group. However, the heyday of the alpha male is usually transient as a result of a number of factors. Correspondingly, 
it doesn't take long for an alpha male to lose his sexual privileges. Most of the time, an ex-alpha male, the current alpha male, and the impending successor, are in a complex situation where no winner is apparent. Therefore, adulteries take place from time to time. The current leader sometimes willingly turns a blind eye, when his empresses are mating with other males right in front of him. One reason for this is because the alpha male is in need of a political alliance. Another reason is because his power is unstable, therefore he cannot afford to lose his temper, to diffuse the tension and competition to be alpha males within the community, there is a slight air of sexual bargaining. Surprisingly, the status of female chimpanzees in the colony is quite higher than one might expect, they often take away things from the males and hog their seats, but the males are never bothered. How does this tolerance come about? Duval, in his analysis, highlights two reasons for this tolerance. On one hand, owing to the needs of a coalition, every ambitious male chimpanzee requires the support of these females. On the other hand, tolerance and generosity may be exchanged for sexual favors in the future. And that concludes the first part of this bookie, The Social Ecology of Chimpanzees. The ranking order at Arnhem Colony isn't as strict and tense as we may think. Despite all the confrontations, there are still solidarity and collaboration in the colony. Even sexual privileges aren't clearly defined, and that gives rise to a slight air of sexual bargaining. Generally speaking though, group members are relatively tolerant of each other, they all live in their subgroups and enjoy each other's company. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.